Hi everybody, it's Carl Emberson here, midweek, catching up live Instagram with our special guest today, as we have been making a habit of uh, during this uh, COVID-19, is uh, no more, no less than somebody who's uh, very, very popular in the world of golf, apart from being a great guy, a wonderful golfer, and really for us in Punta Mita, it's a, it's a privilege to have someone like the man himself here all the way from uh, France uh, here with us today in Punta Mita. Ladies and gentlemen, as he's checking in, allow me to introduce, there he is, Carl Emerson there. No, none other than Jean Van... Jean, are you with us today? I hope so. It's great to... Hey, Jean, how are you? Carl, how are you? Good, bonjour, ça va, mon ami? Ça va bien, et toi? Bien, super, c'est voir que tu es en forme, là. Tu es, tu es bronzé, là. C'est des couleurs, je suis très bronzé. Oui. J'ai eu de la chance, je passe un peu plus de temps sur les fairways que dans les bois, donc euh, ah. ça change. C'est bon, ça, c'est bon, ça. Hein? Bon. bon, bienvenue. Uh, welcome, Jean. Nice to have you. I was just telling everybody we've had you here with us in Punta Mita for the last few weeks in, in your quarantine, your Mexican quarantine, yes. I suppose we can call that. Yes. You and Giovanna, your beautiful wife, have been down to Courageous and you've been here for about three weeks with us. That's why you're so bronze, tanned. Exactly. And, you know, and uh, I mean, first of all, you know, I can't thank you enough for having us here. Uh, Punta Mita, as we had the discussion before, you know, I've, I've traveled the world quite a few times. I've seen a lot of places, but I have to say that uh, this one... Uh, is on the top of my list. I mean, I, I, I never believed I would find, you know, such a place, golf course uh, of, of that quality. I mean, the, everything is exceptional. I mean, you know, the, the, from the houses where we're staying to uh, the restaurants, to the people, to the service, to, I mean, it's, you know, the beach, let's not even talk about it. And, and of course, uh, being, being in Mexico, uh, which is uh, the, the country where, where my wife's come from, I mean, although she's a, she was born a little more in the north. I mean, the hospitality of people is equal to none. I, I didn't know Mexico uh, up until three years ago, and uh, I fall in love with you too, so much to the point where we moved here. And uh, I'm now a resident in, in Mexico, so I'm going to be spending a lot of time in Punta Mita. That's great, mate. Tell, tell me, Jean, uh, I just, I'm just saying hello to a few people that are checking in there. I see one of my friends from New York, uh, Brad Klein. He said you played a course up there called the Hudson National. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, I do nice remember course. that. I played you? that. How, how, how did you go there? Oh, I, probably, I can't remember how I went there. I obviously, you know, uh, obviously went. Obviously, I behaved well, which is the most important. Uh, but, you know, that's, it's, that's the beauty about golf. You know, you make, uh, you make friends everywhere around the world. And, you know, through... Through the passion that you share, you, you, you expand the, the, the number of people that you know. And, and as I say, you know, it's, a, it, it's such a, a great game for that. I mean, as you can see all those pictures, you know, there's a, the, the few people that, that I didn't know here before I arrived, uh, Mr. Lebois, Mr. Hernandez, and, and, and so many others. And, and all of a sudden, you, you kind of feel like you're part of the family. And I have to, yeah. I have to thank you, first of all. Uh, no, happen, but, but, but the game itself, you know, the game is, is such, it, it breaks all the barrier. You, you're here and you, 
you have a good time. You, as I say, you share the same passion. So it, it straight away it makes people together. Yeah, you know, it's amazing that the, when I look at these photos here, the you know the different rounds of golf, different people you've met uh, here. This is a photo with John, you know, and yeah. I, you shot some 66s, 68s, 67s, you know, 71. I think you're breaking par most of the time that you've been here, which is great, and uh, uh, making a little cash in the bets there, here and there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but most of is, all, as which... you say, building new relations, John, which is the great thing about this. And, and Putamita is a beautiful place for that. There's a lot of people that share the same passions that you have. And, uh, and as you say, this is a beautiful place. You've been playing Bahia. What's your favorite hole on Bahia, by the way? Uh, I'm going to tell you that my favorite hole in terms of how complicated I find it is 11. That's uh, that par three there when, when the pin is in the middle or at the back, it's around 200 yards. Extremely narrow, very deep bunker. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of slopes on the green, very small targets. So it's hard to, uh, to hit the ball close. And unless you shape the ball high or low with a draw, there's some holes that, 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 that are difficult to access. But, uh, I, I, mean, for that, I mean, for that matter, this is to me one of, one of the holes that I really love. Of course, you have holes like 15 where, you know, you, you hit it over bunkers of the tee shot and then it goes down the hill and, and you, you have a feeling that you're going to hit in the ocean. Because all you right. see is a piece of green, and then and then right behind you see you see the water. So that's fantastic, and and the signature hole seventeen. I mean, seventeen is a is a masterpiece. You know, it's a it's it's not very long, but but you have OB on the right, you have you have the Pacific on the left, quite a lot of bunkering, very treacherous green again. And when the wind comes of the left, come from the water, which is often the case. I mean, it's a very challenging tee shot and second shot. So yeah. a lot of a lot of very nice hole and, and a contrast between the front nine and the back nine, which is what I like. Well, the way it's going, John, you might still be here when we open up the Pacifico course. <laughs> I tell you, the way it's going, every time I'm telling you I'm going on Saturday, but I forgot to mention which week and which months and probably which year. <laughs> no, it's good. It's been a great quarantine. And, and, and I, I know a lot of our members, remember, we, we all had dinner together at the WGC uh, yes. In Mexico City, where I had a group of Punta Mita members there, Ron Budas, and you met John and Marcelo, and so really you've got a lot of good friends here in in, in Punta Mita now, and you know hopefully this is the beginning of a, a relationship that we can go on for years. Now that you go, so tell me, what are your plans in Mexico, Jean? Well, the plan in Mexico is is as you say, it's first to you know make a a, a pretty uh, a pretty good network. Uh, get to know people, uh, get to tell them that I'm here. Uh, obviously, try to do things around golf, which is, you know, what I, what I know better, what I know best. Uh, without a doubt, trying to uh, be involved in corporate days, maybe as well in trying to organize corporate days and perhaps golf tournaments, like, uh, like I'm doing in Europe and like I've done for years. Uh, and, and then really get base myself here and see what kind of opportunity comes along. You know, I've, I've was uh, lucky enough to open uh, uh, Una Fundacion uh, a few months back, uh, exactly five months back. I was asked by the mayor of Magdalena, which is uh, uh, Magdalena de Quino. It's a small town. I mean, small town. It's a town, un pueblo mágico, 
in the in the states of Sonora in the north, and and uh, you know backed by by El Gobernador to try to introduce golf as a game and with all its value or the value that golf brings uh, within the community over there. Obviously, COVID hasn't helped. So, uh, that, so that is a project that I will dedicate some time with. You know, I've spent some time in, in La Ciudad de Mico around the, the WGC uh, with uh, Agustin Pisa, who, who runs, uh, you know, one, one of the foundation, Aki, the first T foundation. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, and he, and he told me he was going to help me through, through my project. So in and all, you know, give back to the community without a doubt, try to... Uh, you know, tell people that I'm here and, and, and because of also of you, Carl, and, and all the people that I've met through Punta Mita, uh, it, it has started pretty well. That's great, mate. I'm glad. And I'm glad. And that's, I know you're in Carezas, which is a beautiful place with yes. our, our, our dear friend, George. Uh, that doesn't have the golf, which is probably the big difference of these. You've been very fortunate. You've been in two beautiful places. But if there was one difference, I'd probably say at the moment, that's one of the big, big differences. Um, tell me, uh, uh, Jean, um, apart from that, you're still commentating on French TV, six or seven of the major events in the year? Yes, I still do the, I, I commentate for the French TV. I've slowed down commentating for the British TV. I used to work for, uh, I mean, originally for BBC and then Sky. And now, as you say, I do the major, I do the Ryder Cup, sometimes the WGC when my, my schedule allows it. I've, you know, I've uh, enrolled a, a few other ventures. I'm going to open uh, my first academy in Paris, uh, very close to Charles de Gaulle Airport, where a new golf course will open actually early September. Uh, it's Fantastic. a huge project that has been yeah, financed by, by the, the, the commune, you know, by, by, the, by the city of, of Roissy. Uh, huge investment, and we, we won the bid there, and we're going to have that academy for 10 years. Uh, you know, golf design is, is something that's always been a passion of mine, and I'm working on a couple of projects. Um, I'm involved uh, as well in a little bit of wine and a little bit of other things here, right, left, and center. So uh, I, I keep myself busy. Keep yourself busy, and, eh? Yeah, but you, you, huh? you, you can't, you know, when, when you've been a, a professional athlete, whichever sport, you, you, need, you need something to, to get you out of bed in the morning in a, and, and who's going who's gonna to basically grab your attention as much as golf was. So, uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to, to find what I really like to do and I got the opportunity to do so. So um, yeah. I'm trying to take advantage of that. Fantastic, Jean. Uh, I'm going to ask a few. Uh, I have about 10 or 12 questions there. Some are sure. quick answers and some are, uh, some are you know, whatever, you can go a little bit further into it. You know, we've, we've, we've played a few rounds together, so, but I haven't told you, you don't know these questions. So the first one, if you're playing golf, do you ride or do you walk? Uh, if I can and as much as I can, I walk. Okay, good one. If you had to choose, you only had time enough to warm up, was it be on the putting range or the driving range? It would be on the putting range. Putting before driving, okay. The Masters or the Ryder Cup? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Tiger or Jack? Uh, it's hard to say. I, I mean, Tiger is my generation or is a little bit younger, but I can relate more to that. 
And, you know, with, with all due respect to, to, to Jack, which I admire greatly and I, and I always have, I mean, my, my inspiration was, uh, you know, uh, Severiano Ballesteros, who sadly passed away now 10 years ago. So uh, to answer your question, it would be Sevi every day of the week. Wow. Wow. You got me off guard there. Okay. I respect your answer. And I saw when I was uh, looking back, and you can tell me a little bit more about that one day, there used to be a Sevi Cup, wasn't there? And you were the, the captain one year or the assistant yes. captain. And yes. that was in the year 2000. What, what was that? What was the Severiano Cup about? So, so the, the Sevi Trophy was made, uh, the first one we played was in, was in the year 2000. And it was actually going to happen every couple of years, a bit like the Ryder Cup. It, it was to allow the European players to play and, and, the, and the, you know, the, the British players to play together i.e. it was Great Britain and Ireland basically against continent of Europe. So, you know, we play the continental side against the British and, and we kind of see what are the pairings in probably the, in, in a year to come. So that was, that was a very interesting concept. So I, I played in the one in 2000 and then, uh, and then I was asked by uh, the Ryder Cup captain to be uh, Olazabal to be the captain of uh, of the continental side when it was played uh, it was played in Paris. So we we lost by a couple of shots, I think, by a couple of points. But it went down it went down the wire. I mean, we we right. were we were badly down, and then we turned it around in the single, and we came down to uh, you know to basically the last three four games where where the decider happened between the 17th hole and the 18th. So in and out, it was it was a trading contest. Fantastic. Is that still going? The Sevi. Or is that sort no, of... the Sevi Trophy doesn't doesn't is, is doesn't not on anymore. Exist. But I mean, the initiative was really good. Uh, yeah. You know, it became it became difficult as a lot of players uh, now are, are more resident, probably on the, on the on the other side of the Atlantic compared to Europe. Play a little more in America. It's it's hard to find to find time in in a very busy schedule nowadays. Sure, sure, sure. So back to the questions there, Jean. With a driver, you tiered high, you tiered low. It depends. It depends. I can tee it high when it's when it's quite generous. Uh, I try to tee it high and I try to, you know, probably hit the ball a little bit more on the hub and try to get a, an extra roll when it's very tight. And but I still need to hit it or, or into the breeze. I, I kind of tee it lower and, and, and try to get that flight, which is a bit lower and more penetrating. So it varies. Either way. OK, open question. Here's another one for you with regards to the driver. With your driver, would you prefer driving it long like Dustin Johnson or accurate like Zach Johnson? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I prefer to hit it very long and very straight like Rory McIlroy. <laughs> You're good. You're very French, aren't you, in your replies? Yeah, I mean, really. The French, they always have something different to say. The question I tell you is like that. C'est comme ça. Ça va pas ou quoi? Tu dois répondre à la question. Okay, so I tell you, I'd rather have the lens and whenever I need to be a little more accurate, I pull out the iron out of the bag, which is not my forte, I have to say. No, uh, no, no. I, I, I like I've, to I've get the cover that. out of the big boy. There you go. Your dream golf destination. Now, here's a trick question. Punta Cana, Maui or Punta Vita? Well, uh, uh, I do, I'm going to make you uh, have your hair going straight up on your head. I only know one of the three, which is here. Punta Vita. 
Yes. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? I think you, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, everything, you find beautiful things and everywhere. But to me, what makes a place really rich is, is the people that you share that with and the experience that you have out of the place. You can, you can bring me on the number one ranked golf course, whatever it will be. And, you know, I'm not making a, a, a case of the number one, whichever. And you say, okay, this is, yeah, but if you're to play on your own or if you're to play with somebody, you know, who wins all day, who, who doesn't have a good time, I mean, it's all about the experience. So the quality is important, of course, but everything is here in Punta Mita. You have all this, and on top of it, you have the friendship of the people. So, uh, as I said, I don't know when I'm leaving here. <laughs> yeah, we've been lucky, and thanks to you, we've, you know, they've been, we've had some very nice matches with, with different guys, and Hugo and George and all that. So, uh, let me ask you another question. If you're on the apron, of the green, putter or wedge? Oh, it would be it would be the putter every, every single time, every so single time. Office. You know, unless I have to get over a bunker or something that is in the way, or I can't play. You know, I think that the the fastest for the for the people who, who play golf and amateurs, the fastest the ball is on the ground, and the easier it is to you know put it close to the hole. I always say a bad putt is. 99% of the time better than a bad chip. Okay, gotcha. I'll take that. I'll take that answer and uh, I, I have to agree with that. My most iconic par three, John, uh, Pebble Beach number seven or Masters number 12 or something else which you have in your repertoire? Poor. Uh, you know, there's... I, I, I can't answer that question. I, I remember Port Marnock, number 16, that par three there. Uh, we played a, a few Irish Open. And I think uh, it was Tom Watson who described it as, a, as the most challenging par five he ever played. I think he won the Irish Open and had a five there every single day. So, and, and you know, it's only a six iron or a five iron, depending on you see of the win. So, it's, uh, I, I don't know, 11 here is not bad. <laughs> Eleven's good, yeah. You seem you no, seem but, to do you know, well. It's, uh... it's how it fits you high. I think you know. Sometimes you see a hole and you you, you automatically say or straight away say, "This hole is going to generate problems to me because it doesn't suit the type of shot you have in the bag, or it's something that you need to work out." And and when I first saw that hole, I have to say, and I speak a lot about it, but I'm like. How am I going to play this all consistently so, you know, I can probably have a chance to put for birdie? Because making up and downs and this and that, okay, but you, you want to be able to create something in your brain so you can actually execute it. Right, right. I know you've seen the But Pebble, the Pebble, Pebble is not bad, huh? Yeah, okay. I haven't played it, so I, I don't know. And I've only seen, you know, them both on tip. But I'll get there one day. I've got a lot of golf left in me. Um, tell me, Jean, you've seen the tale of the whale here. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that natural island part three here in Punta Mita? Oh, listen, when I, first of all, that's a picture that I've seen many, many times. And I was like, that, that is not possible. And, and when you actually, you know, you, the, the course is under maintenance, so I haven't had the luck yet to play it. Uh, but when you actually, I went there. The first thing that I did, I went over there and, and I looked at it and I was like, what, what, you know, it is, is divine. I mean, it's, it's in, the, 
it's in the end of God, I would say, because you, you got that rock and it's naturally, you know, you have that green that sits in it perfectly. You have a little bit of space on the right. You have a bunker on the left. You know, obviously it's a challenging shot. There's no doubt, but it's inviting. And, and the fact that, you know, I, I was, it was pretty windy the day that I went there about a couple of weeks ago and the water was coming over the, the, the kind of the car pass because you, I guess you have to walk there. Uh, and I was like, how do you go to that green? You know, I mean, if, if it's 20 miles an hour wind, I mean, they play 17 holes. There's no way they can play that hole. I mean, you need to swim there. It's, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's, I mean, really, it's magic. I mean, that yeah. hole is, is something different. Tell me, uh, you've played a lot of golf with uh, people from Monterrey, with John, with Ricardo, with Rodrigo, with Alejandro, with Alfredo. Um, yes. What what are your tips on Bahia? You, you you've almost played ten or twelve rounds on Bahia. What for the like mid handicapper? What would you say to somebody who's going to play Bahia? I think that you know, they, I mean, it's it's hard when you're twelve handicap because you you're not necessarily seeing strategy, but you you got to make sure that you play out of the out of trouble. And and this this is not just a, you know, it's not a resort course. It's not you you walk and bunkers are far away, right and left. And you hit a drive and it's very generous and, and the bunkers are far away from the green and the greens are pretty flat. Not at all. Bahia is the fairways on the, the, the bunkers are all in place. Some of them are in the middle of the fairway. You need to hit it right or you need to hit it left, depending where the flag is. And from there, you know, again, you need sometime you look at a side and you go, this is the wrong side to be. As of it is the right side to be because the green tilts toward that side. And on the other side, even if you're not short-sighted, there's no way you can stop it. So, you know, they, you, people will have, I'll say, to play very conservative. You can play the golf course playing conservative and, and bogey on that golf course is a good score. You know, that, that won't hurt you. Is when you try to recover, when you try to do something special, take too much risk to, uh, you know, uh, get, get over a, a bad tee shot. No, put it back in play and try to find the middle of the green and, and you, you, if you're in the right section, you're going to two-putt it. So bogeys is, is not your enemy over there. You want to avoid the big numbers. And there's plenty of holes when you can make big, big numbers. Yeah, sure, here. sure. I have, I see the photo we have. John McIntyre, he's made a few yes. big numbers with you, hasn't he? <laughs> it, <laughs> and yeah, I also, yeah, he has. And I also see he's listening as well. <laughs> no, but John, John is a, he's a great player. I mean, he hits a ball really well. You know, he has a lot of shots in the bag. I guess... Uh, it's, it's when you play with somebody for the first time, and and you know you 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 don't really know how to react, what to do. Uh, but I but I think as well he was he was a, a very good host. He he, he let me with uh, he led me away with a few bad of my own, so gave me a little <laughs> bit of a head start. Tell me, Jean, before as we wind up, I have a couple more questions. You're on a par five. You have a risky uh, second shot. Do you go for it or lay up? Well, I think uh, my history uh, talks for it, for myself. So as I, said, I don't need to add. Listen, I always said, you know, unless it's a kamikaze shot, but if it's statistically, I can pull out the shot. And if statistically, there's not too many risks to miss on one side or the other, you know. You talk about some holes here, number six, for example, that you have in Bayer. I mean, you've got a little bit of a downy line, maybe a three wood, a little bit of the hill. There's a creek running down the right, but you have ample of room on the left. If I have the power, I will aim on the left-hand side and try to fade it in. Uh, and, I will, and I will repeat that. And once in a while, I will miss it in there. I have it fine, but, you know, sometimes I will put for four uh, many times and I might have a few occasions for three. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I have the shot in the bag, I try to hit it. Go for it, mate. That's a, uh, I, I know that attitude. It was, I was there with you. You hold out for an eagle on one occasion. And you yes. also went to the, went to the, the, the another occasion. So what the hell? Life is exactly. good. Uh, yes, life is very good. good. Tell me, uh, Joe, if you, one or two more questions. Uh, at the turn, when you have a bite to eat, you're going to have a hot dog, a taco, or a smoothie? I'm going to have a taco, man. Okay, good. And, I, and, I, sneak in, and nope. I sneak in a smoothie as well. Just but <laughs> Red wine or white wine? Oh, please. Red wine. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to offend you. Nah, you uh, did not. Uh, that's okay. So anyway, Jean, we're coming down to the end of my our little check-in session that I do with all our with our friends and fans of Punta Mita. It's great having you here. I'm sure we'll see you around over the next few days. Uh, who knows, months, years. Hopefully, this is the beginning of a a great relationship between Punta Mita and Jean Van Devel, a great person, a great human being, and a great golfer. And it's great to have you here, mate. Thank you very much, Carl, and really, I mean, you've made me feel like I was at home and like I am at home. So, yes, let, let's, uh, you're going to see, I hope, plenty of me here in the future. Good one, mate. Au revoir. Au revoir. Bisous. Ciao. Bisous. Ciao.